what is the most valuable asset you have? Some people think that the most valuable asset they have is their house or the money they have in their bank account. But you can make that money back if it were to be gone one day and you can get another house if you were not to be in the house that you're in right now. The one asset that you cannot get back is your time. I had a mentor tell me one time that I can't afford to cut my own grass. And I said, what do you mean? You make plenty of money. He said, yeah, that's not what I mean. He said, my, my time is worth more than what it cost for someone to cut my grass. In other words, if I could cut my grass and spend two hours doing it, that would be more of a waste of my, my money than paying someone $30 to cut the grass. So he says, I pay somebody to cut the grass so that I have that time to then use in another way, in a better way, doing something that helps me, doing something that moves my business forward, doing something that, that builds my family, my children, or my life. You know, sometimes we think of certain aspects of running a business or certain aspects of our lives and, and we think, oh, well, that, that's going to cost me X amount of money. But not doing it could cost you as well. And so today on the show, we have Melissa Marr. She's a social media manager and she helps business owners get back what matters most, their time. She gives them their time back managing their social media accounts so that they can focus on what matters the most. Welcome to the podcast, Stories from Port St. Lucie, Florida. I am your host, Jorge Coxah. This podcast is dedicated to telling the stories of the people, the movements, the places, and the businesses that make Port St. Lucie feel like a small town, despite the fact that it's one of the fastest growing cities in all of the United States of America. In this podcast, you will hear people's stories of how they started businesses. You will hear them talk about their lives and what drives them to do what they do to form the bustling, thriving community that is our town here in Port St. Lucie. Hi, my name is Melissa Marr and I am a social media manager. Um, my company name is Melissa Mar Social Media Marketing LLC. And that's here in Port St. Lucie, yes. Florida. That's amazing. Um, what, what brought you to Port St. Lucie? Have you been living here a long time? I've been living here about um, eight years already. Um, it was a long story, but making it really short, um, I didn't know anything about Port St. Lucie. I did not know Port St. Lucie existed, but my husband got a promotion. We were living in Windermere, Florida, and he worked for PepsiCo, and he got a promotion with a PepsiCo company here in 
not in Port St. Lucie, but in Fort Pierce. Mm -hmm. And that day that we came to see the area, of course, I had to approve that move. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and him accepting if, if the you offer. Okay with it, then. Exactly. I said, no, I have to go. So this is very interesting because we actually searched for a coffee place. I said, if there's a Starbucks somewhere here, because my husband is addicted to coffee. So, and it brought us here, you know, to St. Lucie, actually to St. Lucie West. And that's how I learned about Port St. Lucie. And I fell in love with it because mm -hmm. it's so beautiful. Everything is, you know, so well thought and planned. And, and then we came to tradition and fell in love even more. So that's how I, that's what brought us to Port St. Lucie. It, My husband being promoted. Yeah, it was uh, the job change. Yes. He got a promotion. You ended up here. What, what, um, what caused you to stay? I mean, it was a nice place. It was it was nice to look at, but you eventually decide to stay here. Yes. So basically, we love. We let me go back a step. We come from the Orlando area. Oh, okay. huge so you already area from Florida. Itself. Yes. Um. So we were living in Windermere, which is right behind um, Disney World. Okay. We would see Disney World's fireworks every night, but um. It, you know, at the time, my son was three years old. Everything that we had there was um, man-made, you know, to entertain this child. It was Disney World, mm -hmm. everything, you know, yeah. like, let's say artificial. So when we come right. here to Port St. Lucie and we see that the environment is amazing, it's great to raise kids, the schools are good, um, the environment in general yeah. is amazing for a family. The traffic is nothing compared to yeah. Orlando. People complain about the traffic here, but when you come <laughs> from Orlando or Miami, you say, "No, this yeah. is heaven." Plus, um, yeah, we're originally from New Jersey, and the traffic here is just there's. It's not not compared in the least bit to yeah. anything going to into New York or going in anything up there. I mean, there is sometimes by Port St. Lucie Boulevard and like Bayshore in that area but it's not the same no no and the other thing you know it was the crime there's nothing here you know i come from orlando again and you know that area you cannot go that other area is really mm -hmm. bad don't get there but here in port st lucie everything is good yeah everything yeah. for a family i don't see anything wrong with it yeah one of the reasons that we moved here is because of that because of the family environment it was it was safe it was clean Yes, <laughs> you know, um, but 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 also is that there's a lot of parks, a lot of a lot of family centric. Nature. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Look at this around us. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. So wh where where did you um, live before that? Before Windermere, before the Orlando area, I live in Ocala. So originally I'm from Puerto Rico, and mm -hmm. I moved to Florida when I was 26. And I spent many, many years in the Ocala area, mm -hmm. in Ocala, so mainly. Then I moved to the Orlando area. Yeah, so in comparison, this is like one of the nicest places. Oh, yes. No, definitely by far. You know, I'm going to be honest. And mm -hmm. I, when I moved here, I thought I wasn't going to be able to adapt because I was used to, you know, the metropolitan area of Orlando. Yeah. You know, I said, no, I can't. Mm -hmm. I have to go back. But honestly, now I don't miss Orlando at all or Ocala, no. 
Not even a little. No, <laughs> I don't want to move. Everybody wants to be in Port St. Lucie, <laughs> you know, yeah. retire here. Why yeah. would I move? <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, the, one of the most recent stats that I heard where it's, it's the third uh, best place to retire in all of the It areas. is. Yeah. yeah, and I believe it. I mean, there's just so many wonderful things to do here. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about uh, your business and uh, what you do. Okay, well, um, my business is about helping business owners take more time in their hands to manage their what they have to do, their business. So I take um, care of their social media. So people might think that social media is just posting a picture here mm -hmm. and there, and it's not. Mm -hmm. um, there's people who know how to do it well, but they don't have the time. Yeah. There's people who doesn't have any knowledge at all, and they're wanting to be, you know, in social media. So I help mm -hmm. that people. Um, I help the one that knows how to do it and takes yeah. a lot of content constantly, yeah. but they don't have the time. They don't have the time to post. They don't have to create time to create captions. They don't have the time to grow the account because to grow an Instagram, Facebook account, any social media account, you have to interact with people and you have right. to engage and that takes hours. Mm -hmm. So they want, for example, let me talk to a doctor who has an office or these ladies that do brows or nails. So there's such an amount of time that, that they have to dedicate to post mm -hmm. that they cannot see a client probably doing mm -hmm. that. So there comes Melissa Mar. I'm going to yeah. give you that time back. Let me take care of your social media. So that's the people who knows how to do it. They take your own content, but there's people who doesn't know anything. Right. So, and I love helping the people who are like totally lost in mm -hmm. social media. So then I come and I help that people, um, even taking, creating the content, like taking the yeah. pictures, taking the videos, editing, mm -hmm. doing the, um, the content creation, engaging with people. That is yeah. the one that is most important and take more time. So I take the time to look at what is their ideal, ideal client. Mm -hmm. And I start searching for that people on social media. And I start wow. engaging and I spend the time building their accounts. Sure. I spend the time, you know, making them stand out of the crowd from mm. the others. And there's many other things, you know, that it entails. It sounds simple, but it's not. Well, it doesn't sound simple at all. It sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it you know, is. Um, one of the things that you said really stood out to me, which was, you're not you're not managing social media accounts. Like that's not yourself. You are giving people time back. Yes. And I think that that is so powerful to keep in mind. Like the idea isn't, you know, sometimes when we go into business, we think, oh, you know, I have this product, but. And, 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 you know, I want to sell it, but it's not that. You have a value that you can deliver. And the value in this case is is time. Yes. You know, how much is your time worth to you? You know, how much is another client worth? How much is some time with your family? How much is some time with your kids? You know, and that's what you're giving back to people. You're exactly. saying, I'm giving you back the time that you could spend with a client or with making money yeah. yeah yeah so and i see a lot of business owners that tell me i don't have time for that they would love to have a presence on social media mm -hmm. but they don't have time you know i have clients that are, are like realtors and they don't have the time they have a ton of pictures a ton of content safe on their phones but they don't mm -hmm. know what to do with it mm -hmm. so there's me 
you know, and I'm going to be able to help them take, um, how you call it, their message to other people in a more effective way. Yeah, yeah, powerful, powerful. What is, um, what is something that everyone is doing wrong on social media? I'm going to tell you let, right let, let's now. Let's say that uh, just, just everyday people... Um, what's something that everyone is just doing wrong with their Instagram account? For I'm example? gonna tell you one that I think is the most crucial in order to grow an account, mm -hmm. and people are not interacting. And um, people think that just clicking on a heart or a like that's interaction, and it is not. Take the time to give meaningful comments to the people. You know, take the time to look at the picture and make I don't know and I always recommend like doing like a phrase like four or five words so that people that is following you say oh she cares. she saw me you know they, they take care of me she saw me she answered my comment answering mm. comments mm. I'm telling you go beyond an emoji a little bit more than an emoji five words is yeah four to five words oh I love mm. your your dress or how beautiful so, you know that that color looks looks on you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love your job. That's a great job. Keep doing, mm -hmm. keep doing it. Keep up the great job. You know something meaningful that that person can yeah. actually see. Oh, she saw me and she cares about yeah. me. And also having a comment, you know, that is four to five words. Usually, you're gonna get a comment back. Yeah. You know, I've noticed that um, whenever I, I start a new Instagram uh, page. One of the first things I do is I do uh, I research the location or I research a hashtag, and then I look at the accounts that have been either following the hashtag or following the location or mm -hmm. posting in that, and I'll look at each picture and I'll try to think of something. Exactly. You know, and then what I notice is most of the pictures that are in that hashtag or in that location don't have any comments on them. No. You know, so your comment is the only comment on that person's thing. So. It's just, it's crazy how much, and I've had great conversations. You know, you just say a quick comment, hey, you know, that's a beautiful picture that you took. What was your inspiration? You know, um, that's that's a really nice dress or, or you know, yeah, something like that. Yeah, or if you see a birthday, say happy birthday. I hope, you know, you had a great time on your, whatever, but mm -hmm. something with Simple. meaning more than putting an emoji of a birthday cake, you know, mm -hmm. something that can start a conversation and that person, I like you're doing, you're doing great. You go to the hashtag, you look at the pictures, you make a minimum, mi, uh, meaningful comment, and that yeah. person's gonna go and look at your profile. And yeah. I think that 90% of the time, it's gonna end up following it's you a back. Follow. It, you're right, actually 90% of the time, it yeah. ends in a follow. Um, and and it's, you're, you're providing value. You mm -hmm. know, at the same, it goes back to that conversation. And the trust. Yeah, trust, you're getting to know me, I'm getting to know you. Um, what, what got you into social media management? I mean, it seems so, I mean, this day and age, it makes sense. Um, I think that maybe five years ago or even 10 years ago, this we, we couldn't have dreamed of a business like that. <laughs> no. You know? but, but now we have people who are social media managers. Like, what, what got you into that? Okay, so let me tell you what I did before. Okay. So, because it, it's very interesting how I jump from one thing to the other. <laughs> so, um, I have 23 years of experience in the human resources field. Okay. Working for big, big companies, you know, in recruiter, HR manager, HR business partner, and all that. I went to school for that. I have a bachelor's degree in that. I have um, 
a master's. I was a professor in the university teaching business. You know, that was my purpose. That, that seems like <laughs> that seems like a solid career. I mean, it was a solid career. I mean, we, we, when you're in high school, like that's kind of that's what you want. That's what you want. Yes. You want to you want to go to get your bachelor's. You want to do the career and and what you just described is the life that that, that yes. people want that's the life i wanted honestly right. at the time like you said when yeah. you're in college um you want and i was studying human resources and i used to see all these people from big companies come yeah. and do yeah. conferences in the university i want to be like her yeah you know and i <laughs> i had the privilege to be like those people, you know, wow. to be in those big companies. I even became a professional resume writer, a life coach, yeah. a career coach. I had that business, but I wasn't feeling happy. Huh. I was not feeling happy. When I was 34 years old, I had my son, my only son. Mm. And at the moment, I still saw Melissa going up the ladder, you know, the corporate ladder, being a director, AVP yeah. in human resources. but. When my child was born and I had to leave him in a daycare mm -hmm. from 6.30 in the morning till sometimes 7 p.m., that's hours, a lot. Almost, yeah. almost 12 hours. And he was sick all the time. But there were um, 11 years went by like that. You know, of course, he was at school, but same thing, before care, after care, getting mm -hmm. sick all the time. So he developed some learning disabilities. And at some point, and not some point, I always felt um, that I was responsible for that, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. And 11 years passed by, <laughs> the pandemic came, and mm. I was working from home. I had the privilege to work from home for three months and being with him. And I said, I want to be home. It's time I'm losing, you know, all this. <laughs> My child, you know, see him grow. It's gone. Yeah. Somebody else saw him, you know, when he turned the first time, when he wow. said the first word. And I was absent because I was focused on going up the corporate wow. ladder. So. That kind of brings up the conversation of what matters most. Yes. You know, there are some things that we may think are most important to us. But if we were to really pay attention, it's not what matters most. And I, I don't know if, um, if, if, if we've ever, like, uh, actually, my story is similar to yours in that we ended up in Port St. Lucie because of that question, what matters most? Exactly. You know, so, so, so I love that. I love that. You know, keep, what happened next? <laughs> what happened next? Okay. So... Deep in my heart, I always wanted to have my own business. Even when he was a baby, you know, not a, you know, like a toddler, um, I went and got my life coach certification, my career coach certification, my resume writer certification, because those are some of my strengths. And yeah. I initiated my own business in Orlando. Yeah. Thinking that I was going to focus on that and leave my HR job. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, my husband gets the promotion here. And eight years ago, I think I've been here eight, yeah, about eight years ago, Yeah. I couldn't do that business here, you know, in, in Port St. Lucie. There was not enough people. Social media was not like today. So yeah. I forgot about that. I went back to HR, um, you know, and then I told you the pandemic came and I, that came back in my heart. Mm. Um, so in the search, to work from home, I always try multi-level marketing, okay? okay? Since 2015. I think everybody has passed through there. Exactly. So, so I tried it many times, 
But that led me to social media. That's how I fell in love with social media through wow. multi-level marketing. And then I started doing my own pages at the time way back was Facebook, mm -hmm. but then Instagram and my friends saw my pages. Mm. And they started asking me to do their pages mm. and teach them how to do it. Yeah, yeah. And also um, in the MLM, so I built my own team. I had a team or yeah. I have a team. Right now I'm still on MLM too. Um, and I started teaching them how to do social media and they started to do great. And I used to do my classes for them. Mm -hmm. um, most of them came to me like not even being able to do a video, a live, a post, write a caption and I taught them. Wow. So, and I started spending money on learning social media formally. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I have all this knowledge in my hands. I have spent the money, I have invested the time. And that's what people are telling me constantly. You're good at that. You're good mm -hmm. at it. Keep doing it. Do your company. So I said, I said, yes, let me do the company. And I made my company this year. Social media management. I am not in HR anymore. <laughs> um, and I enjoy it so much. And I used to hear people when they said, oh, you're purposing life. And what you, um, when you love what you do, you don't feel like you are working. I didn't know what that was. I mm -hmm. hated my job, you know, mm -hmm. I, I was not happy, I wasn't fulfilled. But with social media, I can be working 12 hours a day and I am happy. Mm -hmm. I am happy, I don't feel it. Yeah. And I love to see how that business owner start getting clients mm -hmm. and people start recognizing them in the community. I love it. I just feel a passion for that. Yeah. yeah. You, you, their success is, is your success. It exactly. brings you fulfillment. Absolutely. And, you know, Absolutely. Do, do what you love. Like that is that is the focus. You need to do what you love. If you're not doing what you love, you're going to be miserable. Even if it's a great thing. Yes. If, even if it's a great job. I mean that, that that was a great position. You had upward mobility. You were you were positioned in such a way that, that you were gonna continue growing, but but you didn't have fulfillment. No. I wow. was not happy. Wow. And I might do it later on in my life again. I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. I, I believe in the yes energy. So I say yes to every opportunity that, that crossed my path. Mm -hmm. You know, like you call me, you want to do this post podcast. I didn't even think about it. I said, yes, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So that's what moved me all these years. Yeah. Saying yes yeah. to opportunity. What do you think holds us back from potentially doing what we love? Mm -hmm. um, wh why do you think that we stay um, doing things that sometimes they, they kill our, our life, our energy, take away our time with our children? Why, why do you think we do that? Yes, I have come to the realization that there are many factors, but one of them, and I think the most important one, is because we're focused on other people and we're not focused on us in our mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. um, I'm people that are too focused on what other people might think and it happened yeah. to me Jorge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I was in human resources right. you know respected well respected position well respected mm -hmm. companies and when I said oh my god what people's gonna think when they see me doing a reel yeah. or a life huh. or showing this product huh. you know and then that held me back for a wow. while because I was so concerned about what other people would say about Melissa. Mm. I, I forgot about me being happy and me pleasing people. And now I'm at a point in my life that I learned, you know, to leave that behind 
Mm. And I, I don't pay, I don't let it bother me mm. what other people think about me. Wow. And that, that holds people back. And I'm telling you because when I'm working with my team yeah. in the other business, I see it. Mm -hmm. The first thing is, whoa, what they're going to say when they see me doing a live? Nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. Don't think about what they say. And once they leave that mentality behind, they are able to move forward. So leaving the mentality of what are people going to say and what are they going to think of me, mm -hmm. that, that, that idea, leaving that to pursue what? To pursue your dream, what you want. If I was still think, if I was still thinking about what other people that know me from human resources that say, oh, Melissa, the HR person, you know, is doing social media, is doing live videos, I won't be here talking to you. Mm -hmm. I would be in an office, not, not feeling fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. Pursue what's authentic to you. Pursue what fulfills you and what brings you fulfillment what makes you feel great and it takes time it takes time because right now like you know I'm 46 so in my 30s mm -hmm. I was all about what other people would think about me mm -hmm. and in my 20s mm -hmm. that was all I knew mm -hmm. I, you know now I'm, I reach a maturity that I'm able I was able to say okay I'm gonna do what I feel it's right for me what makes me joyful I used to read so many books on personal development back then in my 20s and 30s. Mm -hmm. And they were always telling me about what we we're just discussing, like yeah. do what brings you joy. I didn't even know what that meant mm -hmm. because I was focused on doing what other people thought it was the right thing, thinking about what other people would say. I mean, it looks nice. Oh, Melissa went to the US and she's working for XYZ, big company in HR. So that's what people expect from you and that's what I wanted to give people. Hmm. That, that, that pride. You know, <laughs> yes, sometimes, the pride. Yeah. You got it. That's the word. Sometimes you feel identified with the thing that you do. Yes. And, you know, that, that certainly happened to me where what you do becomes who you are. Mm-hmm. And there, there needs to be a process of, of separation. Yes. Where, where you separate what you do and your identity. What do you think about that? Well, I'm going to tell you that just you just said that. And I went back in my mind probably nine years or 10. Hmm. When I was driving to my job in Orlando, mm -hmm. miserable, feeling miserable, but listening to Deepak Chopra. Mm -hmm. Deepak Chopra is one of my favorite uh, authors, you know? And he said exactly that. He said, if you take your, um, okay, that's Melissa Martel, HR manager, or recruiter or whatever. Yeah. If I take your job from you, who are you? Have mercy. And, and that's, tr you know, that really shocked me. I said, it's true. I mean, I am not Melissa, the HR person. I am Melissa. I need to find out what mm. it's my purpose. Powerful. So I feel, you know, <laughs> who I really am. Yeah. And, and that has gone, you know, I'm telling you, Jorge, what you said brought me there. And that's something I've carried all my life. I said, I don't want that anymore for my life. If mm -hmm. you take the, the job away from Melissa, that job, that position, Melissa is somebody yeah. that provides value to yeah. other people and helps other people, not Melissa, the recruiter or yeah. the HR manager yeah. or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's, those titles are not just limited to perhaps a job title, but sometimes we also get wrapped up in a title that 
that describes a thing that we do, an aspect of who we are. For example, we'll say something like, you know, uh, uh, being a father. Oh yeah. You know, and um, mm-hmm. if something if something were God forbid to happen, but but th- that's also not who I am. How, how do we how do we identify who we are um, intrinsically? How would you say that we can we can find that so that we can then pursue what is meaningful and, and truth to us? Okay. I'm telling you on my own experience, it takes time. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you, I've been years and years finding who I am, um, and I will keep trying to find that. But at this point in my life, starting to hear my own voice, you know, like what that child inside of me if I think of my inner child Mm -hmm. actually that's something I've done these years what that inner child wanted to do yeah that little Melissa what she wanted to do you know what little Melissa wanted to be what what did she want she wanted to be an actress you know an (laughs) artist she loved art she was so creative but she got lost when somebody told her no you have to go to the university and you have to study something that gives you a lot of money. Right. So I went to business administration and I lost Melissa right there. Wow. You know, that's when I lost it. It had wow. taken me many years. So I want to tell people who are listening, don't think that it's something you find from one day to the other. It's going to take you time. But uh, um, start to listen to that um, inner voice, that inner child that you yes. have in you and recoup that person. Get it back. And, um, and I feel that I'm honoring my yeah. inner child now because I'm being creative. And that's what Melissa, when she was little, wanted to be. Hmm. Creative, active, energetic. And she got diverted to another road. Yeah. Completely, completely, completely. And she wasn't happy. Now she's happy. Yeah. Doing what you love, identifying what, what matters most to you, and, and connecting with, like you said, that inner child. That yes. person that, that, that was lost. It gets lost. You know, but I've seen now um, with the millennials, I admire millennials, mm. and I'm not millennial, <laughs> because they they um, they don't want to let that go. I mean, they, they are pursuing their dreams, and they go with yeah. what they love. Yeah. And I admire that about that generation, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's keep doing that. Keep, keep moving forward keep moving direction. with your feelings with your heart with what you love I think it's more the people in my generation that mm-hmm. we were more about go with what gives you the money mm-hmm. and we cannot understand if I do what I love the money will come that's yeah. something we were not taught now yeah. the people now these young people are learning that yeah. and I love it but, but you know it's scary it, it can be very uh, frightening it's a grind you know um, there are responsibilities, there are bills, there mm-hmm. are things that you have to pay, there are people that you are responsible for. You know, saying I'm going to pursue what I love is easy to do. You know, it's not, yeah. It's it, but it's it's hard in practice. Um, what do you do with that when you're when you're just crippled by the fear of, you know, I have these things that I know that are going to happen, um, but I want to do what I love. But you have to have a plan. I mean, it doesn't happen by magic, like you're saying. So you have to work, yes, and save money. That's what I did to be able to to quit my other job. You know, you have to get ready for that. And everything is about action. 
I mean, your desire, your purpose, and action. So if in your plan to get where you want to go means that you have to have some type of job to get that income to save and do, you know, your um, what you really want to do, do it. It's not a problem with that. Mm. You know, I did it. Every right. Many people have done it, you know. And, and eventually, so you're going to be able to to move out from that regular job to your own business. Mm. And the support also, let me yeah. tell you. Support so, from your partner, from your family, that, that's very important. And if my husband yeah. would have no support my decision, I wouldn't be here talking to you either. Mm. You know, support, um, preparation, what, making a plan. What do you do to get the support from your family? From my husband? He truly believes in me. He believes in me more than, than myself, you know. Wow. He, he really believes in what he sees talents in me you know mm -hmm. he sees them he's the mm -hmm. one who's telling me no mm -hmm. you are very creative you do it really good and he's always telling me he believes me and he said go ahead yeah. um let's prepare i'm telling you i prepare and i pay my debt right and then with his support emotionally and financially and all that i've been able to do this so mm -hmm. it's important you have somebody to that supports you so make sure you have a plan yes and also make sure that you surround yourself with people who support you and who will help you instead of bring you down. I think that, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes when we, when we look at the people around us, if they're not building us, maybe they shouldn't be around us. Exactly. It's important to know where you're getting your energy from and what's your energy source. Mm -hmm. You know, God. Uh, there's some people called the universe, meditation, self-development books, um, the people mm -hmm. that you are with, it's important. So from where you're getting your energy is super important. If you get it from a negative source, you're going to have negative um, results. Mm -hmm. So move, move the mentality. Also, every day I check, I do like a self-check <laughs> on my mindset. You know, where is my mind today? Am I really, really negative today? Mm -hmm. Am I vibrating low, vibrating high? And calibrate yourself, readjust. You have to meditate. You have to read a book. What you do to get back to the positive mentality? Go with a friend that is really, really positive and have a conversation yeah, that gets yeah. you back on track. Yeah. Stuff like that. Get back on track if you notice that you are off. Yes. <laughs> and we get off all the time and we get frustrated constantly and we get down but that's when you have a good support system and you know where to go for your source of energy prayer maybe you know yeah. it's important it's important to get you back on track I, I need to spend time in prayer and meditation it's one of the things that yes. grounds me and also like you said it helps me to have the right energy the right mentality the way I face the world changes when I, I've dedicated enough time to, um, and that'll change from day to day, from week to week, depending on the need where I need to connect. Exactly. You know, um, but, but staying connected, staying grounded. Something else I like to tell people is that, you know, when you are like that and you know yourself, you know, when you are not doing good emotionally and mentally, go get help. Mm. You know, it's important. Talk to a pastor or somebody. Right. Or if you, if it's really bad, you know, people who get into a depression. Mm -hmm. Because having an own business and trying to pursue your dreams can be frustrating. Right. At times, and you get down, ask for help. You know, don't let the pride stand on the, in the middle. Mm -hmm. No, go get help and get out of that 
let's say, hole, you know, and get out. You can't get out from there. You can't get out. How is um, your relationship with your son now? Oh, it's great. I love it. Yeah, no, no. I'm not going to ever get back those years, mm. those 11 years, but the... Now he's 11, you know, and he's going to get into the adolescence phase. And that's a very important part of our lives. And I want to be there. That's important. That's when kids, you know, make the decision where they want to go. Right. And, and I'm, I'm loving the, the opportunity to be with him. You're there now. I'm present, yes. Not just physically, but also mentally, emotionally. Yes. Exactly, and you know what? My son always told me, hey mom, why don't you go to school? Why don't you volunteer? You know, why don't you work at my school? Mm -hmm. He wanted me there, and I was all the time, no, mm -hmm. I can't, I have to work, I have to work, mm -hmm. but now I have the time. You're there, you're present, you're available, mm -hmm. and you're with him, awesome. So what's, what's, um, what's the future looking like for Melissa Mar? Okay, for Melissa Mar, so the short-term future, and I would say it's like within a year <laughs> or two. So I really want um, people in the Port St. Lucie Treasure Coast area to get to know me, mm -hmm. um, the businesses, um, to get to trust me, to call me, to say, hey, yes, Melissa is the person in Port St. Lucie that's gonna help me get my brand out here and that people come to my business and mm -hmm. I want that. But it's gonna be, there's gonna be a moment that's gonna be too many people that you know, I don't think Melissa Mark can handle on her own. So I would love to have people, other creators, work with me together, um, create um, training, like mm -hmm. webinars and things like that, that yeah. I can sell and people can um, access whenever they want mm -hmm. and learn their ski the skills so they can take care of their social media. So mm -hmm. that's basically what I, how I would like to expand. And not only for St. Lucie, you know other places that way I can reach more people right help more people broaden your 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 uh, scope yes absolutely absolutely um, if if you were to look back and and you would be able to give maybe one piece of, of good advice to 34 year old Melissa Marr uh, what would be the one thing you would tell her you, you looking back at her, what would be the one thing you would say? I would tell her there's a solution for every problem. Mm. And I tell that to everybody. Um, lives get very difficult, especially right. in the 30s. I don't know why, but it's a difficult <laughs> decade. But there is a solution for everything. For everything, yeah. you're not going to stay there, stuck. I mean, there's so many bad things that happened to me in that decade, many at the same yeah. time. And there was a solution for all of them. And I'm just going to mention a few. Yeah. I almost got disabled, you know, and wow. stayed wow. not being able to walk. And look at me now. I walk. Yeah. No pain. Um, I went into bankruptcy. I wow. went into foreclosure. Wow. Okay. There was so many things. And I got so ill after I had my baby. Mm. And at the moment, I thought that life was going to be like that forever. Yeah. No. Get help keep moving forward, be solution-oriented instead of a victim mentality. Wow, wow. That, that's it. Wow, I think that would be great advice for young Melissa, uh, younger <laughs> Melissa Mark, <laughs> <laughs> for yes. sure. Um, if you could say something directly to our listeners, you know, a piece of advice for their social media, um, something to help them grow, 
um, something to help them. It, because I think that the idea with social media sometimes is I want to get more people to look at my things. Mm-hmm. But I think that the, the 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 change in mentality should be something like I want to connect with more people. Exactly. You know, because social media is meant to connect us. To create you know. community. Yeah, it's not just supposed to be so that people can come look at look at my picture, look at yes. what I do. You know, what do you think we're missing in terms of connection on social media? Okay, I think and I don't know if it's because they don't want to or they don't know how to or they don't have the time but make sure that you business owner are in that let's talk about instagram and facebook that people get to know you not Mm -hmm. only your product Mm -hmm. you know because i've seen many companies that they just take pictures of the product let's say ice cream Mm -hmm. and when you look at that page it's all about ice cream fine yeah you have to have that there so they see your product but who are you yeah. Who's that person? They need to get to know the business owner so they can develop the trust, the rapport, the loyalty, you know? Because yeah. I'm going to go to the ice cream shop where I see the owner, most mm-hmm. probably. You know, I see that. I see who works there. Yes, and they do great ice cream. They look beautiful, but I know who makes it. The yeah. other page is just a whole feed of just ice cream bowls yeah. that doesn't connect with people. Yeah. I love it. It doesn't. I love it. Make sure that you are, you know, um, people are attracted to, because um, it's connection. They, they, they want connection. So make sure that you are putting content that's not just of your business, but that's of you. Actually, let me tell you why I answer your message. Because Jorge <laughs> messaged me. You know, he sent me a DM. And I usually don't reply. You know, it depends. You know, I look at who they are. Yeah. But when I saw Jorge's face there... He said, okay, I'm going to talk to him. He's a person. It wasn't just a page about businesses. It was, I'm talking to that person. That yeah. is Jorge. Yes. Yeah. So that that's great, Jorge. Keep doing it. I, I Keep putting your face on your page <laughs> so people get to know who's behind this great project because I love your project. I think it's amazing and we needed it. Yeah. We want to connect the people of Port St. Lucie, Florida and create a community feel. You know, um, I was in in Charlotte, North Carolina, traveling last uh, about two weeks ago. And in the airport, it said Charlotte, Mm -hmm. the big city that feels like a small town. Oh, that's cool. And I thought, I love small towns. And I thought, what if Port St. Lucie could have that small town feel while being one of the largest or, or fastest growing cities in the United States? You know, so that's the idea. We want to create that community that small town feel community with the podcast and and with you know the the things that we're doing with pslflorida.com it's so. an amazing job i saw it and you told me about it i said oh yes of course i have to collaborate with him <laughs> thank you so much melissa for coming on the show and for your time and for your wisdom i think that you've given a lot of value today i'm very thank grateful for you. that and thank you for inviting me, for trusting me. <laughs> and I wish we can continue to collaborate and bring value to the community. Thank you for listening to today's episode. This has been Jorge Coxach 
with stories from PSL Florida. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to like, to subscribe, and of course to share it. We value your reviews, so if you have something that you would like others to know about the show, please write us a review and give us a rating according to however you feel impressed. Also, if you'd like to contact us, send us an email at contact at pslflorida.com. Looking forward to hearing from you and looking forward to once again joining you on our journey to get to know the people, the places, the movements, and the businesses in our town. Till next time, goodbye. Goodbye.